Jamie. Yes, Steve. Do you like charts? Love charts, yeah. Steve. Do you like the number 19? 19? Yeah. yeah. Do you like being number 19 in the charts? No, 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 19. No, 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 19. Like Paul Arcastle. Absolutely. This podcast is sponsored by the number no, 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 19 in the charts. See, back in the day, top of the pops, you're in the top 20. You're actually on top of the pops, aren't you? Yeah. I don't think if you were 21, you wouldn't have got in on the countdown. No, you got in a quick little thing. The reason we're saying 19 is because we didn't realise until, genuinely didn't (laughs) realise, until it was pointed out to us on Thursday, because Scott Bennett, uh, a comedian, Mm. said, where are you in the charts? And I went, we're not in the charts. (laughs) We're not not in any Apple charts. He went, you will be. He says, I think you are. And then he, he he did it there and then in front of me at this event. And there he was. And I think he was, we were number 19. But I think really, Scott, because he was in the charts, yeah. he wouldn't have done that if he'd known he'd dropped to 57. <laughs> <laughs> and we, that's amazing, isn't it? It was amazing. I wonder how high up we can get. One. That's the well, that's the highest. highest. I know. Well, I know. That re- you know, but realistically, come well, on, folks, get us to number one yeah, in the yeah. charts. Well, I think if people if people click like or just put stars, they don't have to put a full review. Yeah. Then that sort of opens it up and recommends it to others in the because uh, it, it actually covers the charts cover Spotify, Google Play, Apple Play. Right. So everything. So no matter what app you're on. It's, it, it's shared but, across them all. Do you know what we should do? If we do get ever to get... If, if you realise, or I realise... Whoever realises first that we're at number one... Yeah. We should record the phone call to the other person. Because they used to always do that, didn't they, on the countdown? Oh, yeah, they did. So on, on you know, Radio 1, they do the top 40 yeah. on a Sunday. Sunday afternoon, wasn't it? David Kidd Jensen. six o'clock. Someone. Was it six o'clock on a Sunday or something like that, wasn't it? And they do the big countdown. And then it gets to that... Are they still at number one? Or has such and such a person got to number one? They get to the top two and then they'd phone the person, wouldn't they? And go, Hi. Is that is that Rod Stewart? Rod, we're here to tell you. You made it, you got to number one. Rod Stewart don't I don't know number one. It's a bad Imagine example. How that, disappointed you'd be though, knowing that you were that and they just went, Ah yeah, Steve, yeah. Yeah, you're free to go. <laughs> Because every week there must have been someone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, listen, yeah. Leave, just leave it. Yeah, just don't worry about it. No, leave you, it. you crack, crack on with your day. Don't so worry. So thank you to all those people who have downloaded shared. And mm. also as well, um, what I would say is that apo- apologies for the lack of videos in the last week. I've been poorly, Steve. I've had flu. You've been right down, haven't you? I've had flu. Yeah. Proper man flu, was it? Oh, God. I've never known you like that, I have to say. In, in to be so, not negative, but proper... Sorry for yourself, I think is the best way of putting yeah. it. The whole house. Every time, I, every time I did it, with the, with the, with the whole, have I come into an infested environment? It's clear now. The, the, is it this clean? house is clean. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. I, uh, rang, I did ring the bell. It didn't actually ring this morning. So yeah. that's a good sign. That's yeah. a good sign. But it, it, knocked me for, it knocked me for six, really. Oh, yeah. Jamie. It's proper like, you forget what it's like to have a flu type thing, don't you? It's probably miserable. I always get it a little bit in panto, but I think that's because everyone's living in such a close environment like yeah. that. It's always like, a, they call it panto flu. 
oh, in the oh, in the course. business course in the business pants. Oh yes, they do. No, they don't. No. Oh no, they don't. Oh no, they don't. Yeah, you're hopeless. Yeah. hopeless. But I, I, it got me to thinking that mm. medically or pharmace- pharmaceutical wise, to waste the time. All these companies, surely to this day, mm. there's something, there's one tablet or a pack of tablets that you could take for the day that would make you feel immediately better. Mm. They're just having us on because the, the products have not got any better since I was a kid. <laughs> no matter what I took, I'm convincing myself it's helping. It's not helping because I've never took any of the tablets and gone, ah, that's, I feel all right now. And then in four hours, take another and go, ah, feel all right now. And now I've never felt worse in my life. <laughs> and all I was was about eight quid down. I've got lozenges, tablets, those blue ones. that you don't, I didn't take the blue ones that make you sleep at night. Have you seen them? <laughs> blue ones? I'm wondering what blue tablets. Just be very careful. Don't get a mix with your other blue tablets, Jamie. Well, I, well, I accidentally <laughs> took Otherwise, them. it'll lift the covers off your, off your body. You get a draft underneath the sheets. <laughs> it was cold. I was suffering with hot sweats. I took the blue ones. Ones, and they kept the sheets right off me. <laughs> What's on the show? <laughs> Burning. Do you know what I'll actually say in terms of medicines? It's never I, things have never been the same since they took that cellophane foil off the Lucasaid bottles. Do you remember that? That used to work. Lucasaid. When you're ill, you'd always take someone around a bottle of Lucasaid, and it used to be wrapped. It was like it was a party gift. That gold wrapping. Yeah, that. Remember it? It was like orange. a like a orangey. Yeah, what was that? Why? Why was that even on the bottle? I know. It was like, it was almost like nowadays you give it as a gift, wouldn't you? Like, oh, look, I've poshed up this bottle of champagne for you. But it was Lucasade. And you'd undo that round and you thought. And then when you, something in that foil worked though, Jamie, because back then Lucasade was your cure. For anything? For anything, absolutely anything. You went to hospital. You just saw an army of people walking around taking (laughs) Lucasade to every ward. Lucasade, it was, wasn't it? Lucasade and grapes. And not one doctor went, excuse me. What are you doing? It was like endorsed. Yeah. What's on Why the is there not a Lucasade and grape stall in every hospital? Oh, no. That's not my, my. I had an uncle, you know, who made a fortune selling flowers outside a graveyard. Oh, what? I'm just saying. That was a place to go, innit? That's a problem. So, right. set up a market stall. Anyway, um, so much to try and squeeze in today, yes. Jamie. So much, as the actress said to the bishop. Uh, Jamie's had a, his man flu for a start. We've already discussed that. Yeah. We're also going to discuss pointless sayings or idioms. That's the correct title for these. Idioms. Idioms. They are idioms, Jamie. Right? Because your plumber's good at an idiom, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. And um, I have a special panto announcement to make in my royal proclamation. I thought I got well. shot a panto. No. Oh, hey. Oh, oh, no, you haven't. Oh, I wish I had. Um, let me see. Again, not quite no. right. Jamie would like to chat about his inability to connect with his feminine side when it comes to handbags and flowers. Yeah. Is that true? Okay. And we'll discuss how far I've fallen. After doing a gig this week, made me smile with a Peter K tribute. <laughs> I know, I know. We'll discuss that and more, of course. Um, oh, plus, small irritations. There's something that I'd like to point out. That's okay, really irritating me at the moment. Uh, unique to ourselves. So I'm going to ask you, Jamie, is there anything that's unique to you that irritates you? Uh, Royal Proclamation, plus all the usual features. Royal Proclamation, what's trending? Rockabye, babe, and a clothing forecast. But right now, Jamie, yeah. 
You look like you're in a right old mood. Well, Steve, Steve, how unbelievable. Mm. It, this, I've had a, I've, not only have I had flu, Steve, or, yeah. I think it was a combination of flu, mm. influenza, and Ebola, right? So I was feeling... What, Ebola? I thought you yeah. Ebola. Ebola. Like a hat. I've had it all, Steve. Yeah. So you think it couldn't get any worse, mm. you know, because in the last... Remember last week, I told you my shower packed in and I had to get a little... The, 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 the plumber came round, didn't he? Because my dishwasher packed in as well. Yeah, I was going to say it was a dishwasher, I remember. Right, I remember the, the shower before I paid for the shower, it's just a part on yeah. the pump. Yeah, so I had yeah. to pay for that. I was yeah, 300 yeah. quid. Yeah. And then... When I'm feeling rough on Sunday, I'm going down the stairs. Now, you know I've had it all decorated, Steve, plaster, yeah. painted, it's immaculate, immaculate white. beautiful. I'm walking down the stairs rough, and I just look up, and I think, what is that brown stain on the ceiling? And then I look at the walls, and there's water on the walls. So my tank had burst, and it, right? So, oh, so no. I've got an old, I had, I had, it's all been swapped now. I had an old water tank system, mm. one in the loft, one in the cupboard. And it decided just... Why? Why It's a tank. I've done nothing to it. It's been kept in a house. It's not been in any form of war zone taking bullets. But my tank decided to leak. And not only did it leak, it's gone... I'll, I, do, you wanna, uh, do you know what it'll come out? I'm going to come out on your new walls. But anyway... I got the plum around. No, just before it could, it could have done this six months ago before any of this had been done. It never was perfect timing, wasn't it? Never it's had a, always when you've just had the work done. Never had a plumbing problem mm. when my walls were skanky. Yeah, but no, no, it's waited. Soon as you get your old place decorated, got the plum around, didn't I? Because yeah. obviously I've had the, I had the plum around last week, so yeah. in the shower, and I mentioned the dishwasher. Got up, got him. Hey, he was good actually. Come round very quick. Uh, this company, Premier Gas, very quick, very efficient. He went, yeah, these things happen in threes. I thought, that's not scientific. <laughs> that isn't scientific. You were here last week after number two. Why didn't you say? Why didn't say, you just hang around? Why didn't you ever check on other things while you yeah. were here? Why didn't they say, I'm going to do your house a good little service? Because I've heard in the past there's a potential. You can't just accept these things come in threes. Yeah. And me just go, oh, all right then, I'll wait for the bill. If he really believes that. What he should do is when he has his second call out to any property, he, that's the point where he goes, I think we need to have a real serious look at all your other appliances while I'm here. Yeah. If they never do that, do they? Well, if he'd stopped at job one, yeah. he wouldn't have asked me fixed me shower for 300 quid because <laughs> that's all being replaced now, all that pipe work. So that's 300 quid. Because the, the other week, don't forget, when it broke, he went, China. Well, China, yeah. China. He blamed China the other week <laughs> for the poor product quality. That's now, ironic, actually. That is usually, usually ironic because he's saying things happen in threes, all right, and he's blaming China for most things going wrong. Mm. Of all the places, China is the one place where you're not even allowed three kids. <clears throat> you only allowed one child. Remember, for a long time, it was a, a legal, not requirement, a legal... A stipulation for that one? you could only have one child in your family. Yeah. So things don't happen in threes in well, China. They do. Mum, dad, child. Oh yeah, that's, that's a very why. good point. Ah, also he was right. Yeah, he's right about China and about things coming in threes. Then, but that's an idiom, you see. Is it? That is an idiom. My nan used to have an I a good idiom. Oh that, no. Again, uh, most of these idioms make no sense whatsoever. Some of them, I think, if you look into the history of them, there'll be some logic behind them. But my nan, for example, she used to always say she'd finish her tea, and I, every time she said it, I used to just smile and think, what on earth is she going on about? She'd put a knife and fork down, and she'd always say, without fail, well, 
If that's me dinner, I've had it. If that's me dinner, I've had it. Yeah. Wow, that's going back a bit, isn't it? I know. But is, is that something? Did you want? I know anyone ever no, said that. No. I was going to say I'd never known anyone else say it. It was a real unique thing for my nan. But her, so, somewhere in her history, she must have heard it herself. But I'm going. Well, yeah, it is. You didn't. You've had it. What, you've had it. I don't know why, you had to, why she had to proclaim it at the end of every single meal. Really? But that's exactly what she said. If that's your dinner, I've had it. And, and I've got any up, others? I've got loads of these. Oh, I've go got on. some. I've said, oh, she also used to say, <laughs> Bob's your uncle and Fanny. Well, Bob's your uncle and Fanny's your aunt. Bob's your uncle and Fanny's your aunt. I'd never had a. And uncle what Bob. context not got, would she oh, say no, that? Uh, Just as. Um, just as a general phrase, uh, you know, you'd say, you know, weather's turned again. Yeah, well, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. Oh, just it's like a matter just of like, fact. That's it, yeah. And you go, but it's not. I don't have an uncle, Bob, and I've never met my aunt Fanny. Why are you keeping these? Why, why have I never met them in person, these people, right? right? Um, others, right. Now, I've got a good list here. Okay, good. See, See, you can... Imagine any kind of scenario where these phrases came about, right? Okay. For a start, oh, hey, oh, Jamie, hold your horses. Right. As I'm saying that to you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Do you actually hold your horses? Stop and wait, isn't it? Stop and wait, that's one. There's a, what, where does this phrase come from? Ah, oh, it really gets my goat. Oh, that's it. Yes. I've that's never I've used it? it or I've heard it being used, but go on. Where's the where's the? I don't know. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I haven't. Got, I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. That someone forwarded in the answer. Now it really gets my goat. Wow. So if anyone knows the origin of these, let us know. Yeah, go on, You've got more. I've got loads of monkey business. What a load of monkey business. Who thought of that one up? <laughs> that one. Uh, best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Now, that's, all, that's a very, very... Oh, best thing since sliced bread. And you always wonder what was the best thing before sliced bread. There would have yeah. There must have been some other thing... I mean, that, that must have been talk about. such an iconic moment in history. Mm. For to have its own phrase because people used to just have a loaf. Whoever came up with the li- uh, the loaf slicer, and I think it's a very British thing as well because whenever you go abroad, that's one of the things that you find hard to track down when what? you go in your holes is sliced bread. Is it? Yeah. No, it's you not. Got, oh, it is. You go to France, Spain, Italy. Oh, you go because all these... it's all fresh bread, isn't it? It's all nice bread. We're the only ones who do that faffing about with slicing it. If you ask to slice it, it would. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, they would. No, they wouldn't. They was. They might have a, well, they might have a slicing machine, but I bet they, they just have a knife and they cut it and it's fresh bread and it's, oh, it's the no, best. No, no. Oh, come it's, on, Jamie. I think it's because it's where you're going on Aldi. <laughs> where I go on Aldi, there's always a pub called the Red Lion and there's a butcher, you know, there's a chippy <laughs> yeah, next door. Yeah, yeah, we do go to very different places, let's be honest with you. A couch potato, where's that one come from? I don't know. Is a couch potato. Got up the wrong side of the bed. It got up or got out. got out? Got out the wrong side of it. Got out the wrong side of the bed. Now, I can account. I can say categorically that's utter nonsense because the other side's the wall. <laughs> well, well, it can be, but also, well, that's a good point because recently I've decorated my bedroom, and as you do, thought, oh, I'll rearrange the furniture in here. I'll turn the bed onto the other wall. So technically, now I'm in the other side of the bed. Right, because the wife always wants me near the door right. as protector. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I can imagine right. She's near the window where the burglars come in. Right. <laughs> but anyway, since then, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. We're both, we've got, we're both. You both get the, the moods. Are, the moods are, we're equally moody. Very dangerous changing the furniture. Have you ever it heard is. of a, um, a compare? There's a compare called John Gillen, and he lives. I think he lives in. Uh, he lives in. He lives in Blackpool Way. And last summer, very, very hot night. Very hot. You know, one of them hot, sticky nights. Yeah, yeah. And he got out the wrong side of the bed. This mm. isn't a joke, by the way. I'm waiting for the And he just, he just sat on his window ledge just to take his, his joggers off, just to, just to cool down. Yeah. And forgot it was that hot. He'd left the window open. He only fell out backwards like a scuba diver. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> he broke his back. He <laughs> broke his back. <laughs> <laughs> he went out like a scuba diver. <laughs> He's leaned back to take his shorts off or something and just gone. Oh, my word. His wife would have gone, John? <laughs> John? <laughs> a pair of flip-flops on the window ledge. Oh, my word. Broke his back. Hey, he escaped by the skin of his teeth. Who's got skin on the teeth? I know, that's another one. Again, it's ridiculous. Isn't it? But the ones that get me, and these yeah. are two that I want to discuss in more depth, is people... And they must do it to you an awful lot. After gigs, they'll say, all right, uh, thanks, Jamie. Great gig, that. Shake your hand. Oh, you've done all, ever so well. Thanks for an A. Drive carefully. And you go, as opposed to. As opposed to, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, all right, yeah. I'm glad you said that, because I was actually just going to get into my car, whiz the wheel round Feeling quite erratic. Like that. I was just going to go, probably put a blindfold on. Yeah. Maybe even have a snooze, recline my seat and put it on cruise control. Because I can do, drive carefully. Mind how you go. Mind how, how sinister. When you think about that, how sinister does that actually sound? Hey, a Jamie. Threat. Jamie, great gig. Mind how you go. Yeah. Why? Why? What's what's waiting for me? You'll That's see. Someone planted a bomb under my car. What's <laughs> going? What's, what have you got planned? No, nothing. I'm just saying. Yeah, but you said mind how I go. I mean, is is, is it the stairs been just re? Have they just been cleaned? Are they slippy? Is it, what, 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 why? In a very mafia esque. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Just mind how. Sleep. You might as well say, hey, Jamie. Thanks for the gig. Sleep with one eye open. Yeah. Oh. Spooky, isn't it? What a ridiculous thing to say. Not to your dad. No. <laughs> just, just in case people don't know, Steve's dad's only got one eye. <laughs> he always sleeps with, with one, one eye, eye open. open. No, it's not even in the same room as him. It's in a, it's it's in a, in a glass. It's in a glass. It's in a glass at the, in the bathroom. It's not even in the same room. I don't know what you used to do when we were kids, didn't it? Your dad is like, hang on, your dad is like the original nest system. <laughs> <laughs> no, when someone walks in the house and sees a camera, they just see an eye. Just Ooh. like that. What did you do? That's what he used to do, you know, at bedtime, we were mis misbehaving. He'd come in and go, right, both of you, bed. Because me and my brother used to share a room. He goes, right, come in. And then he put his eye on our pillow and go, right, keep me out, you know. That's and funny. Then How many eyes did he have? Hey, no, I'm not the one. No, but <laughs> oh, lords, really? You used to have a box. That's well, the thing amazing. is, I think I think you're entitled on the NHS back in the day. It might be different now, but you used to be entitled to like one every two years or so. A bit like a prescription for glasses or something in yeah. the NHS, right? You build up so a every collection. So over the years, he got it, and the best one. I've not told you the best one he ever had. No, was a magnetic one. Because he once had an operation where he had a, a magnet fitted into the muscles. Oh, of you have right told eye, me, yeah. And that saw that when the right when the right eye moved, the false left eye moved as well. That's so it was clever. harder to detect. But my dad 
had an infection in it, he had to have it taken out. So we then had this one eye that had a magnet in it, didn't it? That's pretty cool. So we could play games as kids. So obviously it's a really realistic looking eye. So you just leave it on the coffee table when mates would come round for tea. You know, and just leave it and just have a magnet underneath the table and yeah, just start moving brilliant. it around like with your hand under the table with the magnet. I like that. Good, isn't it? Hey, we're nearly yes. 20 minutes in. We haven't even done the music. Oh, my word. We are a bit late with this. Yeah, I know. So, hey, listen, I've got you a good one this week, Steve. All right, good, good. Yeah, you have the uh, yeah. headset. I'm just going to play it loud because sometimes I play it in the car and it's not loud enough, so I'm just going to turn the mic off. So Rocket by Baby, old classic song as ever in a baby tune. Can you guess it? Steve. I'll be honest with you, that sounds like recorded in a urinals, that one. No, it's very I, echoey. No, it's bang on as well. It is, it's really Is good that one. echo a clue to it? No. No. It, it sounded it. like the poor child's gone to sleep in the loo. Well, I'll the play it again for you. Yeah. Second time, final time, by the way. Can you guess it? And I think Not as well. Even close with this. I think you've just said one of the lyrics before. I'll have to Google it in a minute. You'll have to Google it for me. What in my list of idioms? Yeah. What? I think there's a. I think there was a lyric. I don't think it was in your list. I think it's just something you said. In fact, I think it was on. Yeah. Is I that, I'll get it. Oh, is it Bobby, your uncle's funny, your aunt? No. <laughs> Could have been. Could have been. Oh. Do you want me to give it? Yeah. You're going to have to. I'm not even close with this one. Metallica, Enter Sandman. Oh. Doesn't he say he sleep with one eye open? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Sleep with one eye open. There you go. And it's on all the time, that song, on Absolute <laughs> Radio. You hear it all the time, that, that. Oh, my word. That's where I get inspired for a lot of my tunes. I listen to it absolutely oh, all the time. flipping heck. So, uh, there you go. Oh. Shall I do my new feature? Got it, Yes. Oh, well, first, first of all... What is uh, your new feature? Do I know what your new feature? Have you told me about your new feature? Uh, well, you, you, know, you, you know, like, normally I write the sheet out all week and then you just add stuff on. Yeah. This is me. This all right. Is, but I haven't just added one thing. I've added a feature. All right. Oh, so it'll be a oh, regular okay. thing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, this was just like my chuckle. What's made you chuckle this week? All the other regular... I've got a list of me. yours. Look at that. Some of the regular features that are never regularly on this show. That we don't do anything. like, what's touched your chuckle muscle this week? We That's a regular feature. Uh, Jamie's acting masterclass. It was, it was a regular feature for a few weeks. What's trending? Yeah. We, we ditched that last few weeks. Months. Months of no out of trending. I know, Dad's joke. Because we look at the time, that's because what we do, we just run off. But, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, I might I did include say. this in the live show. Just say about the live show as well. Oh, yeah. So it's only a week since we uh, put it on sale. Yeah. And uh, 75%, we're not saying this from a marketing point of view or mm. sales, 75% 75 of the tickets have gone. Yeah. There's about 12 seats left in the front section. Uh, there, are, there are seats available now in the what I'll call the safe section at the back. Right at the back, you can you know almost like you can eavesdrop on the podcast. What I found bizarre is that the first because I can see the seating plan, mm. and so when when seats have gone, 
you can see. And uh, the first two tickets that went were on the back row. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on the back row. I did have people message you and going, hey, we've got front row tickets to see you. I'm thinking, oh, you silly people. I know. Do you not have any? Because not only have they told me on Facebook, we could actually, here's an idea for the show. All these people are messages saying we've got second row, third row. We booked four rows back. We can now go on their Facebook and we can research. Don't scare them. Little things about them all that they will Don't scare them. Let's get videos of them. Old pictures, you know, like them who've been on Facebook for like 10 years. Play it on the screen. And say, here's, here's, here's Janice now. Here's Janice. Janice, stand up, everyone. This is what she looked like 10 years ago. Oh, what? It's been rough for Janice, hasn't it? We've just had a picture. I can just hear the surge of cancellations. Yeah. <laughs> but loads of people are bought. Loads of people. I thought it would just be a lot of like people, comedy fans, <clears> which <throat> they are comedy fans, but a lot of people who are actual show listeners or show watchers of our videos have commented, and people who actually are interested in the podcast have bought tickets, which yeah. is just unbelievable. So thank you for that. If you're thinking of buying tickets and you haven't done so yet, then uh, there are still some available. And, uh, but they will go. It will definitely well, it's, go. It's definitely, we'll, we'll, well, we've got about seven months, so yeah. loads yeah. time. But yeah. um, driver diaries. So remember me? To, remember, oh yes. Yeah, you did. You did mention about driver diaries. So this is uh, things that have happened whilst I was driving mm. as a delivery driver back in the day in my COVID days, and you you would see all sorts of things. And then it's only when things come, you sit down, you remember. I used to see things that I shouldn't have saw, situations that I couldn't get out of. There was all sorts of daily things that would happen. And then one of the time, one, so I went to this went to this house, and one, one thing that people don't do is especially in the morning, they don't get ready mm. for a delivery driver. They just open the door and what they're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. all sense. Or not in. Or not in. But all sense of getting ready, looking your best. No, you would see all sorts of sights when mm. you knocked. And that was just it. You're knocking, because you're out from half seven in the morning. So, bosh, people are in there. They want the early stuff. Right. So, I've knocked at this door and this woman opened the door. Well, here we go. Now, yes. <laughs> caught your attention now. No, no. Now, what I would say is that she was uh, enhanced. <laughs> Hugely enhanced. <laughs> in what can only be described as a vest top oh, fighting God. for its life. <laughs> right. <laughs> the two straps <laughs> were under enormous... Strain, right? Okay, okay. It was local. Yeah. Clearly, she was de she was dressed mm. for domestic duties around mm. the house. Yeah, she just opened the door, sort of swung open. They've sort of, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm trying. It's too early. I'm trying not to look. Mm. Be professional. What do you say? Like, I'll, I'll just put these. I'll just, I'll just so, put these over here. So I put the stuff down like that, and then I've got to go through. The substitutions. Now, these days, you can get your substitutions online to get emails. So, any products that have been swapped, mm. and I've gone in. Okay, just got to get your substitutions. I'm just looking down. I can't look <laughs> up. I can't look up because I just know what I'm going to be looking at. Well, actually, looking up is probably the best thing you could do. So, I went. So, this is honestly, yeah, I haven't, uh, and I haven't even looked before I got out the van. I just get the sheet out, yeah. and then I'm going to read the substitutions because it could be anything. And I went to oh, one, one of the things. One of the things we, we, we didn't get was your was your balm cakes. You asked for six balm cakes. So what we have got there today, we swapped them for magnificent muffins. <laughs> 
And it was only then I went, so you've got magnificent muffins. <laughs> and your knockers aren't bad either. <laughs> she, just, she just started laughing and she just went, thank you. And I went, no, <laughs> not, not a problem. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Say that. No, I can't. You just have to walk off. Going, I've just told her she's got magnificent muffins. <laughs> so, Dull. So, anyway, we became good friends. And, yeah, uh, yeah, we kept in touch. Kept it well. I say he's kept in touch. Yeah, yeah. Subscribed. <laughs> Subscribed to a channel. But anyway. So there you go. So that was that was my driving diary this week. Hopefully, I'll uh, I'll, I'll try and think of some more of some, some of the things that have belter. The loads of things happen. You just misread stuff. Things happen. The half on the hoof. So there you go. Very funny. You had a little thing about. Oh, tell us about. So oh, let yeah, me just tee this yeah. up. Yeah. So many many years ago, we all know your friends with Peter K. You featured in his book. Mm. You've supported Peter K. At the. Uh, the arena in yeah, Manchester. Well, back in the day, I used, to, used to be a support act on tour. Support act on day, tour. Yeah. And then lo and behold, last week, this time last week, uh, one of our listeners kindly photographed a poster of you in a residential care home next to the uh, Mild Fitness. Yeah, and I thought that was a new low, but no. And then on the Sunday, mm. Steve Royal, not Steve Royal, Steve Royal, third on Britain's Got Talent, was booked at the Comedy Lounge in Hull to support Lee Lard, who was a Peter K tribute act. How far has your career plummeted? Do you know what? I actually went in and said that to the poor guy. I and mean, he's a lovely lad, actually. He was nice enough and he was, he was quite, I think, he, well, he said, he said to me he was very nervous because I'd turned up because he's going, oh, my word, I can't believe I'm... I'm go, you're going to be watching this and you know Peter he probably hates me he probably hates me and I'm messaging Peter while he's on stage going and he's, Peter's just messaging me back going unreal like that really? kind of stuff going oh my word but it's a, it's a weird thing to see I, I, I have to say it's a brilliant comedian first and foremost he's a brilliant comedian but, oh, God. but he doesn't really do Peter K he does the best way to describe it is just jokes like old styles, little working men's club kind of jokes, but in the voice or an impersonated voice of Peter Kay, if Peter Kay lived in Yorkshire. Because this lad's from Barnsley. Oh, really? And he keeps saying things like, Sen, you send, get your send down to. It's massively popular. He talks like that, you know, sort of heightens it like that, but still talks. Don't like that. He's still got that Yorkshire accent. Oh no! It's really weird, but but, br- but uh, listen, he was brilliant and he ripped it. I have to Did say he? the gig, all oh, the people absolutely loved it, and that got me thinking. Well, it, what a genius idea, really! I know is to bill yourself as that, and then you sell out. And not many people are going to complain that you didn't do Peter K's material because they've all heard that anyway. I know, but you've got to so say garlic go, bread, haven't you? You probably never even said garlic bread once. Did you not? The closest he came to being anything like Peter K was when he went off and came back on as, got wheeled back on as, I nearly said Harry Potter then, as Brian Potter, got wheeled back on as Brian Potter, but then just did other jokes again. There was no reference to the Phoenix Club or anything like that. Is he, he not just, allowed to? Do you think there's a copyright? Well... There would be that, undoubtedly. Yeah, you, you, there would be something. You wonder why he's not. Yeah, because you couldn't just. I mean, there's tribute acts of of everything. It was the equivalent of going seeing Queen 
Yeah. And they were playing ABBA songs. <laughs> they was like that. Another hits. Do you know what I mean? Saying that, I watched in a Mallorca mm. an Elvis tribute act. Yeah. Now this was he was an Elvis of his later years. You know what I mean? So right, right. in the white suit. Yeah. And he was a German fella who obviously smoked about forty Benson <laughs> a day. Now, if there's one act you can't run out when you book for forty-five minutes as mm. Elvis, yeah, you're not short of tracks. Are no, you? what? And he started halfway doing... through. He went, "Oggy, oggy, oggy," just to try and appease the British audience abroad. And I'm like, Elvis never did that. Elvis. <laughs> Wise men say, "Oggy, oggy, oggy." Elvis, boy, but he's broke character to do oggy, oggy, oggy. And the thing is, you know what all the audience yeah. did? Mm. Oi, oi, oi. What are you doing? <laughs> there's always this, there's the song, there's names for Elvis songs, because there's one that I've always thought. Um, Jailhouse Rock. What's one of the words? Um, the, oh, no, it's, I'm thinking of that one. The one that, the, the, uh, the, it's uh, actually, what's it called? Frank Sinatra and Nancy Sinatra. The, and now we're done and say it all, spoil it all by saying something stupid like, Oggy, oggy, oggy. Yeah. I've always thought it would fit nicely in with that tune. I thought it was an Elvis song, but it wasn't. It wasn't. No. Anyway. So anyway. Uh, we should we should look at being a tribute acts. Who would you do? You. You'd be a tribute to me? Yeah. It can't be that hard. Taking monkey on stage. When I was seven, when I was seven, my big ambition was to be. I mean, 10 or 11. I think you're fine. I was 10 or 11. 10 or whatever. Third? Third? Where's your hand? Oh, you mucky pup. You're turning into flipping Larry Grayson. Shut that door. I never say you mucky pup. I'm just at any point. I'm doing what he done. I'm just making me own. What's worse? Right. He didn't recognise my face for the next fortnight. Oh, that's a low blow. <laughs> that's a low blow. Well, that's what we should do. I've Why don't we, in our podcast live, I'll do some of your act and you oh. do some of mine. Well, you'll you, struggle. You guitar juggling. Yeah, well, we see you juggle with three guitars. You'll, no, you'll struggle. Who's going to struggle more? Because yours is all visual. I could do yours because it's visual. Oh, what? Oh, what and props. Right, you, you can juggle three guitars. You can put ping pong balls. I'd love to see you try the ping pong balls. Well, you try learning comedy timing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so see how you get on that is not a bad idea we can do two right. minutes of each other okay which which two would you do the monkey you've got to do the monkey oh I'll do the monkey you do the monkey easy and then I'll I, do, I wrote the I'll, monkey I'll probably do which bit of yours actually I do what do you think I'd be good at which is a bit you'd have to master the accent I'll be alright I'll be alright doing a Lancashire accent I'll be alright right. no problem to me mate I can do Jamie I can be Jamie any point I want like yeah. mate like me, I, I just have to lean into the crowd. Don't I with me waistcoat on and go touch that, touch that, touch, just feel that, touch, touch that, touch it. There's the a shiver in the, the gang the already. The shirt, oh, Mr. Coming Timey. Hey, the shirt, you silly coo. The shirt, you silly coo. <laughs> silly coo. That's how you say silly, it. Silly. Oh, I'm all good on Scottish now, ever. Well, there you go. Easy, your act. I've seen <laughs> it that many times. <laughs> I've seen it that many times. Come on, let's get a bit of atmosphere. There used to be two of us. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do that small things that irritate you. What did so you do? I go back to my van, van of the year, with built-in fridge freezer. Oh, oh, that's it. That's cool. There you go. 
talk about you. The, you keep, did the pandemic, you know. So I goes into the interview. Let's, I'm going to do all your acting. Don't do it. Don't, don't spoil it. Let's not spoil it. Let's Small spoil things it. that niggle you. Time's yeah. flying. Right. right. The, it's came to my attention this week because it wants to get... Uh, the, the thing with these things that irritate you is you tend to do nothing about them. And there's one particular thing. I've had a jacket now for over a year. Probably, I bet I've had it 18, month, 18 months now. Yeah. And it's a lovely jacket. It's winter coat. It's got two pressed up pockets, breast breast up pockets in the coat. Like this? What Exactly like that. But with a little breast stud here and here. Oh, right? Yeah. Now, the one on the right fits the wallet nicely. Bring there. The one on the left, I put my phone in. The thing that niggles me is however I tried to, well, I tried to ram the phone in right down to the bottom of the pocket, put it on an angle, whatever. However I put the phone in that pocket, when I lift the flap back down and do the press stud, it's about, I'd say, half a centimetre too short to actually do the button oh. up. There's no way, even really forcing it, I cannot get that button done. So I'll leave it, because no one can tell. The flap's over. But what I then invariably do will... I don't know, maybe I'll see something in the road, you know, that what, what, in the path. Picking up dog dirt's a good example. When yeah. I'm out on my dog walk, I bend over, phone drops out. It's only a matter of time before that phone drops out into the dog dirt, for yeah. example, right? But every time it phones, it drops out. And the reason I phoned you about this this week and said, have you got anything that irritates you, is because this week it fell out onto some stones and it scratched Ooh. the screen of my phone as well. And it's only because of that stupid pocket that I'm refusing to do anything about. I don't even try it. Why don't I put a phone in a different pocket? I just don't know why. It's a proper irritating thing. Screen protectors from Amazon, right? I did have me. Oh, Luckily, I'm you. very lucky. Very lucky. lucky I did. But I was going to ask you, Jamie, what irritates you? What little things really irritate you? What little niggle? What niggles you? You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I walked right into that, didn't I? <laughs> you coming up with these subjects. Yeah, because you must have... <laughs> you coming up with this. I'll type something else into this every week when I've created a list and you just crowbar stuff about your... Because I'm hoping you... But you're a man that's niggled by a lot of things. <clears throat> There's a lot of things that irritate you. Do you know what, do, what does niggle me? Yeah. That the uh, the, the non-standardisation non of bin liners. Because I bought some bin bags this week from the Aldi. Mm. And when I ripped the first one off to put in, yeah. I noticed it only goes halfway down my actual pedal bin. Oh, right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the weight of that over the next day or two is going to drop down. So it won't be a full bin, will it? It's only half a bin. It didn't say anywhere small bags. Everyone knows the height. It's like a washing machine or a dishwasher. We all know 90 centimetres wide. It's a standard kitchen mm. fit, isn't it? Right. Pedal bins are the same. How wide is a pedal bin? Probably 70, 80 centimetres, wherever the standard is. The problem the is, the pro the, well, the problem is, they're not, when you buy bin liners, yeah. they're not, in terms of height, they don't give that specification. It does irritate me as well, this, because it's always in litres, and I can never remember what my bin is. So I always just play safe and get a 75 litre. So then, for I've got two recycle bins, for example, that are probably, right. I'm guessing now, 30 litres. So maybe, are you right? putting, like, the bag in yeah. and there's a well, lot of space? I, yeah, and you've got all that overhang. 
Oh, you know, all that, oh, and, and then when you lift it out, you look feel ridiculous because you basically got Santa's sack with like, like few remnants. Is that giving you flashbacks of when you and Janet were sort of using protection for childbirth? <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar to that. <laughs> oh, that space. Where should I put this? Oh my word! It's flapping about. <laughs> We never used it. We've got three kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> be honest with you. Anyway, yeah, I'm, with, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I think so. We've nearly come to the end of the show. But one thing I would say. Mm. Oh, tell us because we've got time for this. Yeah. You know how I love Panto, but I get really bored of you going on about it. Yeah. And I thought I was getting 11 months off. Yeah. Well, hit my role proclamation and I'll announce it properly this. Okay. Quite right, Jamie. Up until this point, I always thought Panto was that one thing a year that I'd do. You'd do just once a year, six weeks at Christmas, two weeks rehearsals, four weeks performances. I love it. Favourite time of the year. Yeah. Got a phone call last week. Oh, I Would I be interested yeah. in doing an Easter Panto? Right. Or a right. play. A play. Well, it is really, I can't suppose, it isn't it? It's a pl- you can't, can't. Well, you, you're saying that, but it's built, built as an Easter pan. It's exactly the same. It's no different to an all. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes, it is. In what way, Jamie? It's just people dressed up like idiots again, isn't it? What I character d- are you playing? I'm silly Billy again. Oh, you Silent, are. Silent, by like. But I don't understand it because normally it's a French name because it's actually Beauty and the Beast. Is that but, what you do, Beauty and the Beast? Guess who the Beast is. Who? This is your big announcement. Are you oh, ready? Go on. At least. Yeah. Lee Latchford Evans from Steps. Oh. How exciting that. Always oh, good. Got Barney Harwood in it as well. That's an exclusive. That's not been yeah. announced yet. But Barney's in it because he's messaged me. So where's this panto on? Well, if you'd like to come, it's premiering. Yeah. The premiere, the first night, Dunfermline. How about popping up to Dunfermline? Dunfermline? It's miles away, isn't it? It's all miles away from the northwest, oh. but there were people listening to this podcast who are dead excited to know I'll be down south this and over on the east coast. I've got Newcastle, Time Theatre, beautiful theatre apparently. Nice. That one. Then it goes down to the south. Then it's like in places like Dunstable, yeah. Uh, Dorking. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've, you know, I've, I've heard of it. This is all the Weymouth, Torquay. Oh. The Babacoom Theatre in Torquay. It's in Western Supermare, I think. Right. But it's all, yeah, all over the country. So it's a full tour. Well, so the, yeah, look it up. But me and the... Beauty oh, and the Beast. What missing the big point here? Steps. Lee Latchford Evans. Steps. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? That's very good, actually. I'm dying to meet him. It'd be great. Yeah, watch him on a documentary. Comes across very nice. Does he? Good. Yeah, it comes across very, very hey, well. It'd be a tragedy if he didn't, wouldn't it? No. You've got, do, you've got to do that with your hands. Da, 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 da. Tragedy. Oh, you know, you're a bigger fan than I am. Tragedy. I was actually, I actually, when I found out, I did say to my youngest one, I said, she was in the car with me, I said, I've just found out I'm doing pants with Lee Latch for Evans. She went, who's that? I said, Steps. I went, what the? I went, you know, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. I don't know any of the words, and I, but I've got, suddenly got this fear that I'm going to have to learn that dance, Anna. That's going to be, he's got to put that in the show yeah, at some yeah, point, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, of course. So, beauty, you know, probably at the end, some of the beast turns back into the prince. I feel myself again now. I'm a rootin' tootin' cowboy. I've got to learn that dance. There's going to be... I've managed uh, to avoid my whole life. Everyone, had, doing everyone had a favourite from Steps. Who was your favourite? Claire. Yeah, mum is the blonde one. Yeah. Is that Claire? <laughs> 
<laughs> Steve, we thought we were going to have snow. We sort of missed it in this district there. But going into the weekend, what should people be wearing? Salopettes and ski coats are giving way to jumpers and jeans this weekend, Jamie, as a casual cover-up begins. However, and it's a big however, expect reds to dominate into next week, culminating in heart motifs and flimsier attire on Wednesday, of course. Why not slip into something comfortable and excite your partner? Married couples of over five years, PJs and house coats will suffice. Any sexy lingerie will vanish by Thursday morning, leaving a rather drab and frustrated husband, in my experience at least. Mm. Shoe state, snow boots to Wellingtons, underwear, thongs to Silky, of course, and that's your clothing. Of course, it's the 14th of February, isn't it? I know, did you? I forgot about it. Wednesday. (laughs) That one day a year where you show some love and respect to your partner. No, I mean, it's It's just just Wednesday. Wednesday. Absolutely nothing. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, As ever, Steve, if people could subscribe. This is what the young YouTubers say, isn't it? Get us to number one. We want to be number one in the charts. Yeah, we have a big surge over the weekend. Let's see how high in the charts we can get. That'd be wonderful, isn't it? But thank you very much. See you all next week. Sometimes love and death. But most of the